0: advocacy me being in the world of advocacy for others to understand i was not knowledgeable of the situation didn't know what advocacy really meant i didn't understand the terminology that was used i did not understand the jargon i didn't understand the movements But over the course of these podcasts, you will get a sense of what advocacy means. You will get a sense of a thought of hands-on training. Dealing with different movements that I was a part of in my advocacy. Frontline bases, making movements, being a part of movements. That's, That's what it's all about. Being a part of. A movement to promote growth these economic indicators that I wanna say separate us due to our geographics, and there are non profit organizations that are in place that will assist in the process of being a verbose voice. So that the needs of those can be met. During the course of this training/slash inform- informative podcast, you will understand some of the utensils that are needed for advocacy: how to tell your story, how to use your story to bring forth other stories from other people. That may have been in the same particular situations you have been in now there's many books and many websites that can be read viewed um, to get a good understanding of what advocacy really means so me personally um, my library based is pretty much as following the red book a manual on legal style the fourth edition to give you an understanding of the correct usage of pronunciations wording if you pretty much have to write a story to tell your story to give individuals an understanding of your story or to be a part of a petition that is needed to be signed to promote some type of growth within a community Uh, to put together a proposal to somehow get to Congress or get to the legislative body to be able to be viewed things of that nature So that way your writing skills can be pretty much up the par Also elementary statistics What it gives you the understanding how to analyze data from what you have gathered To be able to put them in categories, have a frequency for the data is pretty much your tally. How many people vote to end mass homelessness if you was doing a censor about it? Uh, How many people was displaced? You could use that number for a class action suit to bring forth to Congress to be like, hey, these are all the people that I have a... List of and here goes some of the people that I brought with me uh, that has been displaced. We can use this situation, this pandemic right now with the COVID. A lot of people are being displaced because of financial means. Uh, you got nonprofit institutions that's in the process of or still doing the best that they can to provide in this type of pandemic. Now, in a proposal that you could pretty much use the red book manual or legal style fourth edition writing is to put together a yes petition to be able to. These are the needs of the community. These are the concerns. These are the individuals within this geographical location that has been subjected to. Failure to pay rent because of the pandemic. The correct wording means everything. With the correct wording is also the data that you develop within that particular community. So you um DC is broken down in eight wards. Say like you take one ward, let's say ward six for example. You went to almost every every house in ward six. So you went to every house in Ward 6, and that's the total population. Now, out of the total population, it's more of an observational experience because you wanted to see the different inputs individuals may have that deals with being displaced due to the pandemic. So you tally up the numbers from this particular survey, this uh, observational survey, and you crunch the numbers. You come up with a frequency. See, let like, for example you have 500 houses, which is your total population, and you using, let's say like you want to get 12, 12. You want to pick the 12th out of the whole 500. Early 12. So you pretty much using. How many times that 12 and that 500 is pretty much your database. And that right there will give you a terminate a determination of how to project your proposal. Another book that I'm touching bases on also within the podcast would be the Lobbying and Advocacy Handbook for Nonprofit Organizations. Shaping Public Policy And the state and local level. Now, the state and local level. You have the house. They're adjourning. They're trying to get some bills situated. Um, They're trying to get a relief for the COVID. Trying to put together some type of remedy to bring back the economy. So, they're pretty much advocating... For their particular viewpoints, which is all pretty much what we are doing right now, advocating for our viewpoints. A little about my advocacy work <clears throat> that you'll pretty much, um, if you was to Google me, things that you would need to know. You'll have to have an open mind. You'll have to be approachable. You have to be willing to learn and understand other stories with compassion. Advocacy is all about the uh, the particular emotion that is behind the movement. If you are uncompassionate about a particular event, how would you properly advocate? You wouldn't be able to. You will be... Sway none from your stable point of view, and you will not fluctuate. Another book that I pretty much was touching bases on also was Network Plus. Now, the technology of being an advocate is pretty much critical because, one, if you're keeping a data set of The issues that you worked on um, the outcomes of the issues and parties that's within the issues you have to be able to know how to secure your data you have to know the management information basis although the SNMP trap system might be the most commonly used aspect of SNMP Now, when I say SNMP, this is a management system running a special piece of software. The software application can be free, and it could cost thousands. The difference between a free application and the cost normally boils down to the functionality and support. See, being an advocate, there's what you may have to pay to keep everything secure because once you start advocating and things can get real critical real critical so I've been touching bases on network see your network time protocol your TCP uh, you got to know how to secure everything you use when you're all also crunching your own data Statist- static addressing refers to the manual assignments of the internet protocol address to a system see your internet protocol your DNS domain name system server you have to be able to apply the right amount of security for the data that you have made in the process of advocating so these are pretty much some of the um, the functional books that I'm using also so where do advocacy be- begins it begins with you finding a particular organization or yourself And finding the issue. One issue that I worked on, um, since I'm Washington-based, Washington, Washington, D.C. based, I worked um, assisted in mass uh, homelessness. Uh, I was an ambassador uh, for the homeless. Uh, I used to go out and speak about my story, the things that I went through. Um, and to give individuals an understanding of what I've been through how I see myself moving forward how does advocacy play a way in my daily routine because if you don't have advocacy in your daily routine you will not have anything at all you will lose your own insights One example can be, if you're familiar with um, Bread for the City. Now, I did, I did work at Bread for the City. I uh, participated in advocacy there. I uh, completed the Terrence More Organization Institute, which gives you the foundational skills to be able to express your story, find relations within your story to other story, And to be able to display your story correctly so others can understand. I've been homeless. So I don't touch bases on nothing in my advocacy that I pretty much have not experienced myself. And once you get into the advocacy you have to pretty much sit down and draw up your own map. Um, Things that interest you, uh, things that concerns you, and you cannot use conflict of the interest. That's where a lot of advocacy goes wrong because you have one bill that you don't agree with but one sector in the bill that you do agree with, and that's that's also that's like a conflict of interest because if you don't if you don't like the whole bill, one sector in the bill is is still part of that bill. So if all the elements is there, it, then it's true. But if it's an element that is missing, that is not that particular case. So let's go into lobbying and advocacy handbook. I gave you a brief description of one of the lobbying places I did, uh, Bread for the City, within the District of Columbia. But that's not the only one, also. As, uh, As the introduction stipulates, a note about lobbying at the nation's level. This guide focuses on legislative activities at the state and local level. Nevertheless, many of the planning steps and principles apply to national activity. For specific guidance on national lobbying, consider resources offered by national organizations, especially in dependent sector, charity lobbying in the public interest, and uh, Alliance for Justice, Bob Smucker's, the Nonprofit Lobbying Guide is an excellent starting point for groups wanting to have an impact on congressional decisions. Information about these resources. D.C. has a lot of lobbying, lot of bills, the code itself. And if we do not become verbose about this, or to share their opinion about some of the injustice due to a lot of legislation, we will not be heard. So one thing you can do is understand what are our policy, public policy goals on the issues that affect us as the people. How will organizations carry out they're lobbying work. How do we get approval to develop a public policy plan? And then a public policy plan helps issues that deals directly to the community. Directly. It's, uh some type of financial issue because of the head start programs in areas that people have to go way out to a head start. There's one. There's not one in that geographical location, and there's a lot of head start kids in that area. That can be one, or it could be a youth program. Where's though? The millenniums don't have, the youngest of the millenniums do not have a place to be able to express the talents that they have. So to try to put some type of curriculum in place. So how do we come up with a public policy plan? We state the mission. We identify how policy work will further our mission. Which state or local policy and funded decisions will solve the problems faced by our clients of the community? Which policies will strengthen our organizations? What ability will we have to provide essential programs, services, or any other type of necessity that is needed for, I can't say at risk, but individuals that have a brighter good in them but don't have the way to show it. We sp- had to be specific on what the organization can contribute, debate the issues. We had to identify every particular issue on how this can be a contribution to the community a youth-based group within a community of subsets. A lot of entities right now, housing sets, have small community rooms, but they have a lot of young individuals that's growing, with no place to be able to express themselves and no proper guidance. And without those two main key elements, that gives too much time to configure or to think up something to do because the mind is not attentive on something constructive so when you when we are faced with a crisis if you are surprised by a crisis or an opportunity and need to act quickly on public policy how do we do it we form movements We form up, draft up proposals. We draft up civil suits to be deposed. We draft up interrogatories, which are questions, to be deposed, meaning to ask the individuals how do they see about this. One thing can be, uh, for example, also would be like the Boys and Girls Club in Washington, D.C., Off of 17th Street. Two entities own this particular Boys and Girls Club. But it just sits there. Um, The building is not being used. And then that same, that's our Ward 6 within the District of Columbia. There's nothing being done about it. We lost a major hospital, which was um, D.C. General Hospital. That was the only, pretty much, medical response unit within that area now the time of arrival to get to other hospitals it it can be a critical point so what do we do in a situation like that? okay we advocate we reach out to the necessary peoples that pretty much are in place to be able to address some of the concerns of not having the proper health care in that area. Like, for instance, um, for our in Washington, D.C., the council for that is in Ward 6 is Allen. Okay, you send a letter, you send an email to Allen. You keep sending emails to him, um, hopefully you get a response. And we have something called Business Economic and Development. Which is um, Mr. McDuffie, he sits as the chair of that, so you send him an email also. So you, there's the chain there's the step process. first you you read the need, okay, you read the need now you come back to the table, you brainstorm. you come up with situational and factorials that pretty much can be uh, fluctuate to a stable, Vote a stable transition to give them the way to vote your way to take a, a a bigger look in consideration of okay well yeah there is no medical need in this area I mean, there's no medical supply there's no hospital there's no Unity Healthcare we have Unity Healthcare in the District of Columbia there's no Unity branch so how can we assess that? right now um we have to look into it i uh, met one young lady um that was um in the unity corporate office and to reach out to her to conversate with her to ask her how do she see this fit well she stipulated me that i have to go to another individual to be able to address that it also turn them into apartments Okay, that's been on the table for a while. Advocates get uh, discouraged sometimes because a lot of things always is wrapped up in litigation. Okay, Robin, what is litigation? That means it's still in court being talked about. Is, is There's dates being pushed back. There's no firm decision on how this is. Now, how do you end litigation of a particular space that is needed for the development of the community, for the progression of us as a people, for the rising of us medically? If there was to be an epidemic that happens, Lord forbid, in that area with a senior, what is the Ratio or the percentage rate of that senior staying alive during the course of the Ambulance ride That's one of the issues that pretty much we could talk about They had took all per they had took some paramedics from out of the stations all Lifestyle should have. Lifestyle is one of the uh, EMS responses that pretty much come. uh Land Service. They took a lot of the paramedics off of these trucks. But still left the pay there. See this is another. It's, it's the fact this. Okay. We trying to get a. You to see healthcare here. We trying to get this here because there is no other Medical entity in the area okay what is the process we reaching out to who we have to reach out I sent two mail two emails so you pretty much do your research I found the two companies that pretty much uh, sublease the property itself so what's the next steps you follow up okay you I reached out I sent. right now is the time for voting The councils are going through the vote to get either voted back in or to get removed and replaced by someone else. So you send the emails, you know, get their campaign attention. Then you send them the emails. Then you send the e e petitions, the online petitions. Then you you, you congregate petitions that you go around in the public and get signed. See, these are factorials. These are the steps the processes when you're doing your advocacy now this has never been a, a quick task this will never be a quick task so you have to you know for extra impact identify the consequences of failing to get involved now As we look at different factorials, or especially a consequence of not getting involved, doing my public duty, what would be the consequence? Improper health care to seniors, uh, infants, adolescents, adults, A lot of preconditions due to elements that we've been subjected to over the years. So, how do we show that the policy energize supporters and build relations with the decision makers and the community partners? You show the relations and the togetherness by having the community reach out in community meetings, um signing petitions, emailing and calling the councils of the ward and those that sit in a particular position to be able to make a change so making a change is specifically done that's how pretty much all are subject to defining meaning a change comes when you have the correct definition of the terms that you're using to complete this task people want your organization to be relevant and to weigh on issues where you have an interest now to weigh on interest our interest is to preserve life duty of care due diligence yeah that's that's pretty much how we are we are we, we, We are humble by nature, we are subtle by character, and we build emotional brains that shows a sense of humanity. Now, one of the, see this is a special, um, this is not of general, but this is pretty much a special uh, overview on legal protection for disability uh, special education see this problem is compounded by the absence of any timeline in the law for how long people should receive regular interventions before referred for evaluation a person is referred to evaluations after a significant loss has been happening Either they had, they was moved out because of some type of rent control. They fell down out of the the pool when doing exclusionary zoning and had to get back into the pool, so they was displaced until another spot came up. Um, they took a pay cut due to a lot of pandemic. So these are some of the characteristics of how things is in advocacy movements um, determination um, understanding what you are really fighting for understanding what you are putting your voice on the front for understanding the actions that you have to display in order to keep fighting you know we don't have to be Socialist with a unsocietal mentality that will keep us from achieving greater heights, but to show characteristics of an individual that will be verbose due to community issues that have plagued us and kept us down as a person, as the people. So our understanding for advocacy has to be Gaining a foundational fighting standpoint legislatively to be able to have an input on policy instead of having the redlining, we have to be more understanding of the tools that we use. The resources that we use. And how we use them. This is. Part one. Of. The Advocate.